Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen. Now not on Skype anymore. Uh, hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. This is an experiment. Uh, we are on cleanfeed.net. That's cleanfeed.net. We're not sponsored by any means, but that is what we are using right now. Well, this week, as long as it, everything works good and it sounds good, maybe we'll use it next week. We're not even... That's not... It's like all up in the air right now. Yep. We're just... We don't like the sound on Skype. Yeah, and hopefully this sounds better. Uh, I guess we won't know until everything's completed, and y you're going to know when we know, kind of. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to this experiment. It's not like we have done 302 other episodes or anything. No, nothing like that. Uh, also, a new outro and intro. Uh, worked together with uh, both of you and me. <sighs> yeah, I didn't think about it, but like the first intro... I did all myself, and then mm -hmm. the second intro, I think you did all yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And then this yeah. one, you did like the music bits, and then I kind of did a remix on it kind of thing happening. Remix. Mhm. Mhm. Am I good at scatting? Remix. It's not bad, actually. I'm yeah. well for for a Norwegian guy that never beatboxes. Yeah. <laughs> boom, boom, okay, I'm not going to do that in my new microphone. Um, have you watched any Olympic sports, Luke? I did. I, I mean, we can talk some... Let's talk about it now. We can talk about it in the TV round as well a little bit, but I watched, you know, here and there. I didn't watch a ton of it. What about you? I have watched uh, softball uh, for women. Okay. Because I have never seen a softball game in my entire life, to be honest. Oh. Uh, I had. Okay. I well, literally have had to ask uh, Bill what the difference between softball and baseball was. You didn't get it right out of the name. <laughs> I, I, other than, than the name and the very big ball. Right. The ball is understand. softer than in yeah. baseball. That's the right. <laughs> right. Yes. I think they, but, uh, I don't yeah. know if it's in the Olympic rules, but at least when I was in high school, I remember our softball team. It was all underhand pitch. You weren't allowed to overhand yes. pitch, too. That is also true in the Olympics. Right. Okay. Yeah, that was a random thing I watched. Uh, uh, what else did I watch? Some football. I saw what some basketball, skateboarding. Uh, a few skateboarding things, a bunch of gymnastics. At least uh, on the channels here in America, it seemed like gymnastics was like always on whenever I turned it on. So, yeah, one of your biggest uh, ones didn't qualify in the uh, in together with the team competition and wanted to have a break. I saw. Oh, I don't know. She was tired. Sure. Exhausted. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, of course, this uh, uh, Olympic game is definitely not without controversy. Uh, the numbers are 
skyrocketing. I think it was a hundred and sixty-seven percent increase of uh, uh, COVID cases the last, like since the Olympics started. Oh, uh, since it began, right? Like it's gone up. Yeah. yeah. Um, which people are not happy about. Uh, protesters nope. staged demonstrations outside the Tokyo Tokyo Olympics during the opening ceremony. Hundreds of people gathered outside the national stadium Friday night. Some protesting by holding up. Uh, all, by holding of the Olympics in the nation's capital, the protests grew as the open, opening ceremony was set to commence. Uh, what I'm seeing is like, there were, were a lot of people with signs saying, uh, we don't want the Olympic Games in this country and no Olympics, uh, but it's unclear how many of the hundreds gathered opposed the Olympics and how many had just come to see like the fireworks and things like that. Because mm. nobody was allowed yeah. inside the building. But you could probably still see the fireworks from, like, outside, right? So mm -hmm. maybe... Ha ha I don't, I'm not sure how many people were actually protesting and how many people just showed up because of the ceremony itself. Yeah, no. Uh, I found it... Yeah, oh, talking about the opening ceremonies, it was so funny. Uh, when I didn't understand uh, why uh, N was, like, uh, where it was, and then they said, Oh... They are going af after the Japanese alphabet, and I was like, "Of course." Oh, I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the CDC. Um, let's talk a little about that. They were reverse their indoor uh, mask policy. Why? Uh, the CDC reversed its mask policy because of the Delta variant surge in the country. Uh, masks are back on seven, 75 days after the CDC declared vaccinated people no longer need to wear mask coverings, the agency has now reversed course, announcing that the rise in the Delta variant uh, is a necessity to return to masking. The new CDC guideline published alongside remarks that until vacation coverage is high and community transmission is low, masking should stay in effect. Yeah, it's almost like we said this when the CDC went back on their mask. Yeah, uh, they're saying even vaccinated people, though, at the like, not just um, in like crowded areas or anything else. Just public indoor settings is what it says. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Uh, keep your uh, masks on, everybody. I've been wearing a mask um, all the time, and it, it's. I wonder how many people are going to get this memo. You know what I mean? Or if I'm in, because yeah. I haven't been to the store since this happened, or been to town since they, the CDC switched to, because it happened yesterday. Um, right. But I just wonder if I go to town next week, is everybody going to be wearing a mask, or is it going to be the same as it was last week, where half people, half not? So. Right. I think people that sh uh, don't wear masks should be stigmatized as crazy. That is my controversial take of the week. I think the whole thing was bad for them to set it up the way they did. And we said this at the mm -hmm. time that saying that only vaccinated people don't need to wear masks was supposed to be an mm -hmm. incentive. But what, what you did was put people who are wearing masks in a position where it 
oh, is that person wearing a mask because they're not mm. vaccinated? Even though the person might be vaccinated. And then it's all these questions in your head and you have to wonder, oh, is that person sick? And that that's why they're wearing a mask? Should I stay yeah. even farther away from them? It's like, yeah, it's got to be one or the other. Um, and I think this was a good move on their part, yeah. At least they have someone that is talking the COVID-19 thing up. I mean... Who wouldn't like a Brazilian Prime Minister, Jar Bolsonaro, to talk about shit on YouTube? Yeah, this guy's a nut job, by the way. But um, <laughs> Oh, really? YouTube has removed videos from uh, Brazilian President uh, Bolsonaro's channel for spreading misinformation about coronavirus, becoming the latest tech giant to pull his statements from the pandemic. YouTube said in a press release that the decision was taken after careful review and without consideration for his job or political ideologies, the far-right former army captain uh, has won widespread criticism for railing against lockdowns, uh, touting unproven cures, sowing vaccine doubts, and shunning mask laws. Uh, the president's office did not immediately respond for a request for comment from Reuters. Yeah. This man is uh, the worst president of all time, and I do include Donald Trump in that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's just amazingly... Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I spoke to someone that moved from Brazil to Norway okay. uh, before this happened. And uh, they said that one of the reasons they left Brazil was because of this dude. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, he's so that's super something. far right. Um, he's, like they said, he, uh, what did it say? Touting unproven cures. There's like multiple things he mm. said uh, with the, the one hydrochloroquine or whatever it was called. Um, mm. That was one of the things he was touting as effective and one of the main reasons youtube did kick him off the platform is because mm. he was uh saying that certain things would work against it that uh, have been proven not to be so yeah it's like me saying strawberries helps against covid19 i don't know if it's quite that but uh, it i maybe <laughs> <laughs> so here, here is some uh, news that kind of uh, has to do with Norway, but not because uh, U.S. and uh, Germany was action in uh, on Russia in Nord Stream two deal. Yeah, this and this, believe it or not, has a lot to do with everything that happened in Ukraine recently, and all the um, uh, there were. A lot of people involved in shady business dealings in the Ukraine, including mm -hmm. people involved in the Trump administration and people from Biden circles. I'm not going to say who those people were, but I think we all know. Uh, and they were in these shady dealings with the Ukraine. And it all a lot of it had to do with this Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline. Uh, some speculation at the time during Russiagate, even that a lot of Russiagate had to do with this pipeline and trying to stop it. Um, the United States and Germany will take action against Russia if it uses this pipeline to harm Ukraine or other Euro European countries. According to two familiar sources, the agreement hammered out in recent months by 
U.S. and German officials, and first reported by Reuters, will solve a long-standing dispute of a, of the pipeline, now 98% complete, being built under the Baltic Sea, carrying gas from Russia's Arctic regions into Germany. Mm-hmm. U.S. officials insist they continue to operate the pipeline, but says the U.S.-German agreement would mig- oh, mitigate the possibility of Russia using energy as a weapon against Ukraine. Yeah. And uh this has I, nothing I, I, to do with that the US wants to be selling this gas to no, Germany and not having no, Russia sell this gas to Germany. No. Nothing, absolutely nothing. But yeah, no, as I understand it, uh Norway is also helping with this building, so I wouldn't be surprised if it has to do with that whole energy deal you guys already just made with Germany like a few weeks with ago. With Germany? Right. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. It probably Maybe that, that's it's probably all part of the same deal. Maybe the same pipeline, even. You uh, go, maybe it goes by Norway. Who the fuck knows? Uh, if it's in the Baltic Sea, I mean. I don't. Yeah, I don't know which side it goes on, though. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It, it, I mean, relatively to the size of the Earth, it is near Norway. We'll say that. How about yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is. It is near Norway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, uh, Australia is near New Zealand. The State State Department of the U.S. spokesman Ned Price told, told reporters Tuesday that Washington still viewed the pipeline as a bad deal for Germany and Europe, but decided the sanctions against uh, Russia were unlikely to halt the project and focused instead on addressing Russia's potential use of en- of the energy as a weapon. So yeah, they were like, we did want to stop them anyways, but now we have a new excuse. So yeah. Uh, okay, here is a weird case that uh, I don't think a lot of new people are talking about. Uh, Ex airman sentenced to forty five months for leaking drone info. Uh, yeah, I saw a couple YouTube videos like by pretty independent U- news YouTubers, but not a lot yeah, of mainstream, mainstream coverage. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. A uh, former Air Force intelligence analyst who helped find targets for deadly U.S. drone strikes was sentenced to 45 months in prison for leaking top-secret details about the program he was in. Daniel Hale, told a, Daniel Hale told a federal judge he felt compelled to leak the information to a journalist over, oh, out of guilt of his own participation in the program that he believed mm-hmm. was indiscriminately killing civilians in Afghanistan. Uh, it was wrong, he said... In a defendant's statement, uh, it is especially wrong to kill the defenseless, is what he told the court. Um, but the... oh, I I thought uh, I thought that meant that he was sorry for, for leaking it, but that's not what it means. Okay. No, no, uh, he's not definitely not sorry for re- releasing it, as far as I know. Uh, the judge told him, "You could have resigned from the military, or told your commanders you weren't going to do this." anymore, uh, Judge O'Grady told Hale. The prosecution is a series of cases the Justice Department has brought in recent years against current and former government officials who has disclosed classified secrets to journalists. Or, another word for them is whistleblowers, Fro. Yep. I feel feel sorry for this man. I really do. He shouldn't be sentenced to anything. Uh, as I read another article, well, the other article I sent you about this whole thing, 
uh, kind of mm. went way more into detail about what he experienced when he was in this program. And one of the things that, according to the article I read, that put him over the edge was seeing an 11-year-old child be killed by a drone. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't I think he shouldn't be uh, arrested for this um, for sure. And I no. think it puts a bad precedent for anybody else who's going to try to. Uh, reveal these kind of secrets in the future to journalists. It's it's all comes to, back to this whole um, attack on whistleblowers and attack on uh, any kind of uh, media being able to scrutinize the government, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I I I think I read the Constitution uh, sometimes, and I I do think this is journalistic. I I I don't yeah. I understand there's a slippery slope. Maybe he, he would give out details to an enemy, but this isn't giving details to an enemy. This is giving details to journalists. Yeah, about something that was wrong. That wrong. they were doing yeah. something that was wrong. It's not like it's not like he's releasing information about where secret agents are so that some other government can come assassinate them. He's saying, mm-hmm. hey, our government is murdering children, right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. a difference there. It says, uh, among critics of the government... Uh, oh, he is, has support among whistleblower advocates and among critics of the government's war efforts, but prosecutors painted a different portrait. Uh, the U.S. attorney said the impact of Hale's actions were not contribute were not to contribute to the public debate over war, but rather to endanger the people doing the fighting. He said that even if he was not, if it was not Hale's intent to aid the terror organization, that is what he did. Let me point out wow. something to you. And it's his, wow. he ra- rather to endanger people doing the fighting. He was a drone pilot. Yeah. So is he endangering a, a robot? What, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't really understand that argument. I don't buy it, at least. No, but that's I'm, I'm, that's what I was saying. Is like that's going to be their argument, or that is their yeah. argument. Was their argument is that he was an endangering uh, other soldiers, other members of the military, right? We have talked about gender re- reveal parties on this uh, podcast before, and how fucking stupid they are. Well. Let's uh, see if someone in California can get the prize for the most stupid gender reveal party ever. A California couple has been criminally charged for the roles, a role in igniting last year's El Dorado wildfire after they used a pyrotechnic device during a gender reveal party. I think we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blaze torched 23,000 acres, destroying five homes and 15 other buildings. Okay. <laughs> uh, claim claimed the life of a firefighter as well. Uh, Mm. The two were indicted for 30 different crimes, including involuntary manslaughter. Uh, The San Bernardino County District Attorneys during a press conference said the couple pleaded not guilty and are, have been released awaiting their court date. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I really hope they get penalized. Hard. Oh, here's a list of all of the all the counts. Uh, one fel- felony count of involuntary manslaughter. Three felony counts mm-hmm. of recklessly causing a fire with great bodily injury. Four felony counts of recklessly causing a fire to in 
inhabited structures, and 22 misdemeanor counts of recklessly causing a fire to property of another. Oh, right. So every time it went into somebody else's property, that's mm-hmm. another misdemeanor right there. So that's where mm-hmm. all the 30, most of the 30 came from was that the fire spread so far. That mm-hmm. makes sense, I guess. Yeah, because they started the fire. Yeah, exactly. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they freaking filmed it and loaded up on YouTube for everybody to see, so the evidence was probably all right there. Yeah. But uh, here's the most important part, Luke. Was the smoke blue or was it pink? Right, yeah. I'm, because that, that is the most important part. When you think about it, the worst part is now they have a kid and they're going to go to jail. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that kid just got screwed over yep. by this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I say lights, camera, action, you think maybe movies, but no, if I say lights, camera, action, I'm also talking about flashing meteors that exploded over Norway. Yeah, I, let's see, uh, hunt for f- the hunt for fragments of the large meteor that lit up the skies over Norway on July 25th have begun. The meteor awakened awestruck residents in Oslo with the sound of a large explosion. Footage showed the fireball from the meteor streaking across the sky in a trail of bright flashes. Um, yeah. Around 1 a.m. local time Sunday morning before it landed somewhere in the forest. So it actually hit the ground. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. The rumbling of the meteor startled numerous residents and led to calls for Norwegian emergency services, uh, though no injuries or damage have yet to be reported. You didn't see yeah, that- this. You're too far away. No. Just, yeah, you were too I'm, far away. I'm too far away. Yeah. Sadly. Or I would have walked out and see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, how fat? Well, would you have time? Would you have had time? I guess like, we got a video and we can tell. So let's go to the video. Oh, yeah. But I wonder if you would, if like you would have had time to run out or if it's so fast that like by the time you got out to the porch or whatever, would it already have been gone? But we got a video from yeah. the Guardian, so. You can give me a countdown whenever you are ready. In three, two, one, play. I guess there's no sound. Whoa. Whoa. Was that it? Oh, we're getting multiple angles. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so fast. You would have never... That's way too fast, yeah. (laughs) It's like, start and And done. End. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like lightning. Yeah, I don't even really see a ball or anything, but maybe we they just didn't have a very good camera angle, even though we saw, what, like, six different angles there, and none of the mm-hmm. angles had a good shot of it. I've seen some crazy meteors, and when I was really young, I remember seeing this giant blue one when I was... It was like an actual, you know, a meteor shower that people were talking about on the news or whatever, and I remember mm-hmm. going down into, like, a cow field near where I live, and going out there that night and just camping to watch meteors and there was this crazy giant blue meteor to the point where you look up and you go oh my gosh is is the sky falling that kind of thing <laughs> wow wow yeah uh are you tired look sometimes uh i'm not too tired right now i got some caffeine in me well tron wants to wake you up motherfuckers this is Trump, but Trump tells the truth. You thought by now that people should know that vaccines are a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. 
Well, I'm not talking about just because we are so long in the pandemic and over 600,000 Americans have died. Nearly, God, how many Indians, uh, people from India has died. And Brazil, I, I don't even can count the numbers of that. But when I was young, I went to uh, a, a church uh, in my local parish called Hedalsmo in Denmark. And I, I saw the graveyards there. You can see the graveyard between the Spanish deceased and how many people died. But because of all that period of time in those graveyards, old graveyards, how many people who died and how young they were. Well, yeah, you can, a family can get seven, eight kids and lose half of them. Why they live up more now than they ever done is because vaccines. Yeah. I, I, I saw a fragment on Norwegian news channel a few months ago. Like, this was from India. They're from Pakistan. They, they, were, they were interviewing a family who had four children. Uh, and the TV camera and the journalist asked him, the mom and dad, what do you think about people against the vaccine in the West? I could just see their faces. They were looking at each other like they just want to, what the fuck? Yeah, that's what fuck is. Because if you don't take vaccines now, you're just not a people who are fighting against the government or big pharmaceutical industry or anything. You're just an asshole. You're just an asshole because, okay, I don't give a fuck what you think about yourself, but you don't think about any other people either. People, Britain now has opened for full. Yeah, they're open for full. And people are call it Liberation Day and people are dying by the numbers. And things are going to be even worse. I had to have my first dose of the vaccine, and I cannot wait to get the second dose of the vaccine. And I'm still going to wear a mask if the government asks me to. Not because I like the government, because I don't. I'm going to vote them out in September, because I'm not a conservative. I'm a, yeah, I'm a Green Party member. So for me, that is an easy choice. But I don't think the conservative government have like an issue with, like, oh, we want people to die. We, we're just going to fuck up for everybody because not everybody voting for us. I don't think so. People are dying, and people are going to keep on dying. And I think this is the tipping point, people. I think this is the tipping point of it all. The system we know is going to go down. The, the world trade as we know it is going to fuck up. Well, what we're waiting for now is people are dying because they don't take vaccines, and more people are going to die because... People are still refusing to see the facts. But then we have climate change. We have, don't have yet volcanoes. But there are volcanoes too who can erupt. And they're going to erupt soon maybe. So more people are going to die, die, die. The system we know it is going to be fucked up. And we're just not talking about the system. Well, we have the war. The Chinese are going to Afghanistan. They can happen something in the Middle East, in South Central Sea. All the things we've just been avoiding for years. The truth we've been avoiding for years. Not because we don't know it. Because we don't want to do it. We, we don't, we, it's more pleasant to think about something else. Well, we can think about something else as long as you want. But now is it time for the truth. Now is the time for what's going to happen. The pandemic will kill and it will kill more. And people are going to be more and more stupid and blame the, the yeah, blame somebody's 
impulse is not even empowered to change it. It's all about you. What do you want to do? Do you want to fight for a better world or not? Well, you can. You can. It's still choices. But for so many years, people don't want to take those choices because they don't want to. Because it's more pleasant not to think about something else. Take off your earphones. Cut off your medicals. Stop drinking. Put away your drugs. This is real, people. This is real. This is reality. People are going to die. And people are going to keep on dying. And the country is fucked. We have a war going to soon to become what do you want to do? This is what you're talking about, people. What do you want to do? You have a choice. And I ask you, this is Trauma Trump. That's the truth. Thank you, Tron, as always. I love cursive, Tron. <laughs> cursive, cursive or cursing? Mm-hmm. Cursive? I love Cur- cursive, cursive Tron too. When he's like <laughs> connected at one point or another all the way through the whole word. <laughs> uh, welcome to me. Not Cannot talk English. But now you can, uh, now yeah. you can't talk English in a very clear audio format. So <laughs> yes, that, there, there's that. Uh, you have a Mountain Dew Baja Flash there. Yeah, Baja Flash, not Baja Flash. Yeah. Uh, so according to this on the on the bottle, it's got what a blast of natural artificial pineapple coconut flavor. All right. Okay. Uh, it's very yellow. It's incredibly yellow. It's extremely yellow. I've seen the picture of it. It looks like piss. Uh, if you didn't drink enough water, sure. Yes, um, for quite a while. Well, yeah, but it's not like a dark yellow. It's like a bright, like, fluorescent kind of yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe if you drink, like, multiple rock stars and then and no water. Uh, that's gross. But it's but it says officially described as pineapple coconut pina colada flavored, similar mm. similar to other things. Okay, but look, uh, it was look. released. Do you like pina coladas? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> it says it was released June twelfth, so last month. So what? What like a month and a half ago? I guess. Right. I got a twenty ounce bottle here. Uh, when I went into the store, well, I was just bu- I was at the hardware store buying a hose, oh, yes. a, a hose connector. <laughs> Actually, I did not go to like buy soda or anything, and this was just like in the case, you know, next to the checkout that are like impulse mm-hmm. buy items. And I was just like, oh, I'll do that for the show. And I put it on the counter, and the girl who was checking me out was like, oh, I love that stuff. I I go all the way to like thirty minutes away so that I can get the twelve ounce cans because they don't sell them around here. So and she was like raving about it. The thing about me is I'm not a huge fan of pina colada. I don't know about you, Fro. Uh, I I look at I like it in the deep summer rain. I, I mean I. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. Uh, that song is so stupid. <laughs> I don't mind pina. I don't like colada. Okay, let's try right. try a sound test. Oh. That sounds carbonated. What does it smell like, Luke? Uh, it smells like coconut um, code red. Ugh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, it doesn't smell 
Well, I don't like coconut, so let's try it, though. <laughs> mm. Who knows? Maybe in this form, I'm going to love it. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's really... The coconut's on the back end, not in the front end. Let's try that again. Mm -hmm. He's uh, taking another sip, ladies and gentlemen. That is uh, what's happening here. Welcome to me talking. While uh, it's definitely ar like that artificial coconutty flavor. Um, like you would get in like a coconut rum or something like that. That doesn't really take a taste like coconut. It's got that candy coconut flavor. Okay. It definitely tastes pina colada-y. And it doesn't really taste Mountain Dewy whatsoever. I get no Mountain hmm. Dew flavor off this. Let me try it again. Just to triple check. But Yeah. Do you get any of the Baya? Baya? Because I remember you talking about that you liked Baya. Oh, yeah. The Baja tingle is there from the carbonation. I don't know what it is about right. Baja Blast, but it has this tingle on your tongue. The carbonation is a little different for some reason. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. This It would be a good summer drink. If you like coconut, you might like this. It's caffeinated also, so obviously, because it's Mountain Dew. So it's going to get you going. What has this got? 92 milligrams of caffeine? It's not too bad. Nice. Mm, could, I mean, it's, that's right, right around where... Uh, a Pepsi Max is, I think so. Mm -hmm. uh, I would never buy this again, but I'll give it a, I'll give it a six. It's actually, it's pretty, it's decent for what it wants to be. Uh, I'm, mm. I can't say I love it because I'm not a big fan of uh, coconut. So, right. I don't you like Bounty either, Bounty chocolate bars. I, I don't know what that is. Bounty. <gasps> you never. Bounty? Have you never tasted, tasted Bounty chocolate bars? Oh my gosh. So good. Are they it's coconut? Like, yeah. Oh, well then I wouldn't like them, probably. Oh, Bounty! Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. like those. And I don't like... Yeah, I don't like any coconut chocolate. Whatever the one with the almonds is, Almond Joy. I don't like that one either. Oh, that's not good. Actually. <laughs> uh, TV! Um, let's use Doc. Oh, let's let's I start. Well, besides the Olympics, because yes. I think we both watched a bit of Olympics here and there, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I saw the Patrick Star show on Nickelodeon. Another oh. uh, brand new uh, SpongeBob remake. Well, this isn't really a spin-off. Well, it is a spin-off, but it's not like a direct spin-off because it's very strange and weird because it's. You would expect it to be Patrick when he was younger because he's living like with his mom and his dad and his grandpa at at a at their house, but it's Patrick yeah. at the exact same age as he is in the regular show. He's just living with his family, like his sister, his dad, his mother and his grandfather. Uh so it's it's a weird like whole other SpongeBob u yeah. universe, I guess is the best way to put it, but it's so off the wall. It is like uh it's just like the jokes are like bam bam like hitting you in the face as hard as uh, hard as they can like so many like oh, like back to back just ridiculous things happening that you can't even keep up with all the ridiculous shit that's happening to the point that you lose some of the comedy of it because you're so overwhelmed by just like bam bam here's a joke here's a joke here's a joke <laughs> uh and you know they're not always all that funny they're just like stupid stupid jokes but, you know, it's still a Spongebob show. It's got that element where, like, parts of it you go, 
should kids be watching this? You know, when they do like the, I don't know, in SpongeBob where they like make all of a sudden a character look Ren and Stimpy kind of realistic. You know what I mean? Mm. They do that in the show as well. So it's got all the SpongeBob characteristics. Overall, I gave it a 5.5. Okay, cool. Sounds like something I really want to see, actually. Uh, I watched uh, Sexy Beast on Netflix. I saw this. New, new dating reality show. Maybe the most disappointed I was uh, in this show was uh, that they didn't use the music. Where are you from? You're sexting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is a bad show. Uh, but it, it is, it is funny bad. It's hilariously funny bad. Uh, I've seen. Yeah. Yes, it is bad. Come on, look. Well, I, I didn't think it was hilarious. I was bored out of my mind watching this thing. Really? Yeah. I I have never laughed that that much in quite a while. Uh, but. Uh, because the people there are... Okay, so the premise is... Uh, people are going on dates, uh, but they are doing it in costumes. Um, the first date is this girl that is a demon. She has to go out with a monkey. What was the two others? Do you remember? Uh, it, One of them was kind of like a Greek statue thing, right? Yeah. And then I don't remember the last one, no. Who was the one he uh, her, she picked? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember either. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, the funny thing is that the uh, orangutan or whatever he is, is one of the most sexist uh, guys I have ever seen on TV, ever. He was uh, quite a big douchebag. Sure, yeah. Well, yes. I think he was playing it up for the camera, obviously, like, sure. trying to make himself the bad guy of the episode, maybe, but, like, the problem with this show to me was the way they cut together each scene with the host. I think the host might have been the thing that made me go, oh, this is so... Because it reminded me of maybe uh, The Circle a little bit mm. with the yeah, host in that. that. And yeah. the way... I just don't like that style of... We're not going to, like, edit something cleverly. We're just going to cut two clips together, and we'll mm -hmm. do a zoom in, zoom out at the end of each clip, and have the... do a voiceover. And that's how you cut it together. There's not, you know, no need to, like, have a coherent storyline when you can just explain away everything with a voiceover. <laughs> right. I will give it this. The makeup in this is fucking amazing. Sure, I mean, it's the best part, but they obviously have... Yeah. That had to have been a big focus. It's very professionally done. Um, I, I somebody made a comment that I saw a video about like the this. They're saying kind of a, in a sense like because of the makeup and they're competing. If one set of makeup is uglier than another set of makeup, it kind of mm -hmm. uh, gives that person. The, the person with the least ugly makeup an advantage, inherently, even though it's makeup, sure. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird thought. Uh, I give this a two. Ah, uh, you are way, way, way too nice. I gave it 1.5. Okay, well, we're still yeah. pretty close. Uh, I saw Dr. Death. Uh, well, oh, I only yeah. saw the first yeah. episode last night, but... Holy shit, why? I told you it's boring. 
Uh, it is. Uh, I, but I didn't. I thought it was all just a crime doc. I didn't realize there was going to no. be like actual. Uh, not rec. It is kind of a recreation, but it's more. It's. Mm-hmm. It looks better than like a recreation you would see on most crime dramas. It's not like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess it just looks better. That's all it is. It is, I guess, technically just a recreation, but I. I thought it was fine for what it was. I don't I wouldn't want to watch a ton more of this because it's kind of just creepy and gross. Uh it's about mm-hmm. a doctor who uh he seems to just want to hurt a lot of his patients. I mean, I mean <laughs> yep. in certain yep. cases he kills them, in other cases he does not. So but I would call him a serial a serial killer, I guess, but also a serial... What else is it? Serial maimer? Maimer. Maimer. Yeah. 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 Uh, overall, at the first episode, I guess, the acting's still pretty good, but I don't... I'm not especially interested in the content itself, and I'm kind of getting bored of crime docs, but I, I feel like I'm mm-hmm. a broken record saying that at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll give this a... I'll give it a s- six. Yeah. It's boring. Uh, I watched all of it, so feel for me. Uh, <laughs> I saw the sheep seats. Um, so this is an Australian show. Okay. It's more more or less uh, last week tonight. Uh, just the Australian version uh, with uh, uh, two people called Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Very very funny. Uh, with audience, uh, I I very much liked it. It uh, I think it's one of the most funny like news things of that kind of thing I have seen in many many years. I give it a eight actually. I saw something that came out last week, I believe, or maybe two weeks ago. Um, it was called Secret Celebrity Renovation on CBS. Okay. Uh, okay. Guess, guess what it what it's about? It's about secret celebrity renovations, right? Really? Except in the very first wow. episode, the person they're doing the renovation for knows about it at the beginning of the episode. That she knows they're gonna do. So how, how is that, how a, is secret? that a secret? Right. <laughs> I was how very very confused by that. <laughs> that's that's a little weird. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh. Let's see, the first episode was Wayne Brady, but they do, uh, I think they're doing other, it seemed like from, because at the end they do like a preview of the upcoming episodes, and it seems like most mm-hmm. of the people are like basketball, football, sports stars, I guess we should say. But they also had actors, and it looks like they're going to have, according to this thing I'm reading right now, uh, singer-songwriters as well, like Eve is the one I'm seeing right here. So just celebrities in general, and they go... And renovate, at least in this episode that I watched, they renovate uh, his grandma's house, Wayne Brady's grandma's house, mm-hmm. uh, because apparently she has been living in this house and is totally run down, and she doesn't, she doesn't want to move, even though Wayne Brady has said, I want to buy you a new house, she doesn't want to move, so they made a TV show to renovate their house. That mm-hmm. um, Does that make sense? So it's like a, yeah. it's just one of your normal renovation shows where it's like a before and after, and then at the end, the person cries because they're so happy that they got a new house or whatever, until mm-hmm. they, except in this, 
Okay, the problem with the show is, in a normal one, the whole makeover show like that, where it's like the big surprise at the end and the family's so happy because they got this new amazing looking house with all this stuff that they needed. Yeah, uh, it's rich people. It's rich. The, it's Wayne yeah. Brady. He could have fixed up yeah. this house all by himself, you know, with yeah. his millions of dollars. So it's not, it doesn't have the same emotional impact. It's almost cringeworthy at that point. So overall, mm -hmm. I gave this, I'm going to give this a three, 2.5. Hey, look, I saw a show that has 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, really? From the critics. Okay. From the critics. And 35% on the average audience score. Ah. That is quite a difference in scoring. And that show is called Masters of the Universe Revolution. Oh, yeah. I was so, going to watch this, and I never. I don't think I watched it. So I'm a huge, huge He Man fan. I watched. All of the old show, Masters of the Universe. Uh, the critics really, really loved it. Uh, this new show, and the audience didn't like it. Guess what I am? I'm not a critic. I fucking hated this disgusting piece of shit show. What a terrible, terrible, terrible show. And I also saw an interview with uh, the creator of this, and the, you, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but it, it is made by Kevin Smith. <laughs> oh, wait, I did watch this. Oh my gosh. How oh. did I? Okay. <laughs> I just didn't put you it on did? my list. Yeah, I didn't even remember oh. that I watched it this week. Yeah, that's how amazing it was. I forgot completely. Yep, yep. that is something, yeah. So, it, it, and I read this interview with Kevin Smith, it's like, oh, people uh, uh, are review bombing it because uh, it's just uh, uh, those that doesn't like the show that has commented. Uh, he was blaming the audience for the shit score of the show. That made me lose even more respect of the show. This is getting a three. Hated it. I can't believe I totally forgot th that, and I went to look it up, and it, I went to Netflix to see it, because I was like, I swear I was going to watch this, and then it said I had already watched one and a half episodes. So yes, I did watch mm -hmm. this, and I don't even remember if it was, if I liked it or not, so uh, I don't remember. So I'm going to have to say it's probably not good, right? <laughs> probably not. Uh, Backyard Bar Wars... Two neighbors mm -hmm. go head to head in the ultimate backyard build-off. Uh, is it's like it's like another kind of home renovation show, except they take two neighbors not like they could be like wherever fairly close to each other on the same street that like both have like a party culture kind of thing at their house, and then each one of them gets set up with a builder, and they have to build a bar in their backyard for like with a theme and a special, uh, what do they call it? A, you know, a drink that's, like, only uh, for that bar. What do they call that? A specialty drink. Yeah, right. And kind of, like, set up a whole concept for it, and then it gets judged by the people in the neighborhood at the end of the show, and one person, I think, wins, like, $10,000 or something? Uh, it is really 
boomer. Like, all the jokes in this, there's... I, I even want to say at one point he does do a joke where he's like, take my wife, please! Like, like that kind of thing. Um, it's very... It feels very like The Man Show a little bit, from if you remember that show from the 90s, where it's got that bro energy happening in it. But I don't know if, like, every episode's like that, but at least the episodes I watched were very bro energy happening. Um... It is somewhat intriguing if you like seeing, you know, the process of building things and, like, creating interesting... The one guy in the backyard, he created, like, a uh, Fallout bunker, uh, which was an interesting bar choice. And in his Fallout bunker, they put in a hydroponic grow system for him. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, so they even go that far as to be, like... Well, I guess, you know, weed is legal in... California, so they can just kind of do that. But I thought it was interesting to see on a true TV show. So, uh, did I give this a score yet? I gave it a three point five. Okay, let's talk about the worst show I watched this week. Uh, yeah, that's saying something. Uh, I have watched Ultra City Smiths. Did you saw this? I didn't. I tried to, and it didn't work for some reason when I went into the app. The app was like broken okay. when I tried to watch so it. This- so. This is an animated uh, stop motion uh, uh, thing. So it's an, an a stop motion animation of baby dolls, and right. they are uh, supposed to be this grown up cast of characters. And there's this investigation into this mysterious uh, disappearance of a uh, uh, metropolis called. Uh, was it Mega City? I think it was called. It's just like it is so strange. I didn't understand the humor in it. I didn't understand uh, the animation style is broken. It's it looks like it's made in the eighties. I hated every sec- second of this. This is the only show I had to fast forward. To. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this is getting a one. Is it like puppets or it's just? claymation animation no it's uh, it's puppets puppets like, okay. like yeah, it was hard to tell like from the because i didn't really watch a preview i just watched a clip of it and yeah it was yeah. hard to tell i think that was all i saw this week yeah 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 well not not entirely because you saw the ninth episode of panic panic episode nine cages one of our final four players is disqualified, opening the door for a surprise upset and a dramatic showdown. As outside pressure on the game escalates, the consequences are wild, literally. Our players learn the hard way that's what that what's really at risk when you gamble it all on the game. I have to say, this is my favorite episode so far. Yeah, it was really I, I think that ending of it is really the best part uh but there are certain other parts of it when she goes into the police station and she looks up and sees the jacket and it's got uh, yeah. his nickname on it and all it was it wasn't quite a kaiser sose moment where the cup drops and like all the things start connecting but i almost expected them to do that where she's looking up and all of a sudden she mm. realizes but they they did a good job of her like realizing and then cutting away to to the guy she she was thinking about. So, I like that. Uh, the ending is probably the best part, because what we found out in this episode is we pretty much know who 
one of our ba- main bad guys is, right? But mm-hmm. we don't know who all the judges are, I guess, yet. You know, I, I, I'm I not going to call this good by any means, or, or like it's not going to get a 8 or 9, but I, I was thoroughly enjoying this episode. Yeah, we found out about... We did find out about the one girl being a judge this episode, right? Or last episode? Mm-hmm. This episode. No, this episode. Yeah. So there was that. Uh, that definitely helped um, make this episode feel like stuff happened. Where in previous yeah. episodes of this show, it just feels like nothing happened in certain parts. Where this episode, yeah. it was like something happened, and then boom, another thing happened, and then a guy's beating a dude up and killing him, and then we find out about a judge, and then in the end, we find out that this one guy has been betting, the police sheriff, the sheriff, Mm -hmm. has been betting on panic this whole time in a bid to get back at the people who run panic because they, he thinks that they killed his son, but in actuality, what we also found out in this episode is that his fun. He, they didn't kill his son. His son committed suicide using panic, right? Suicide yeah. by panic. You know, so I I I didn't know this was the sequel to Tiger King, by the way. Oh, right. And the little girl... Yeah. I still don't understand... Well, right. We found out at the end that the sheriff also sent the girl's little sister a fake panic note telling her to go up into the tiger cage, which I don't even know if we talked about the tiger cage on this podcast, because it kind of is just in, been in the background the whole ep- the mm-hmm. whole series, uh, but it's always kind of been like, it's always been like, okay, something's going to happen with this tiger cage at some point, and finally right. the and little girl goes in there, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I give this a seven. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'll, I'll give it a actually. I'll give it a seven point five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about some TV news. Look, what do you have for us? We talked about the handball team in Norway last week. Uh, Pink, yeah, the singer. Not, uh, not not handball. Handball. Sand handball. Sure. Handball. Yeah. Sand sand handball. Uh, Pink, the singer, uh, is offered to pay. Uh, the fine that the mm-hmm. that they were it, it wasn't really a huge fine. It says the poor Norwegian were hit with a huge one thousand seven hundred and sixty five dollar fine. <laughs> they're huge. They're professional athletes. Yeah. I have a feeling they're thousand yeah. dollars between super. I'm guessing you could probably split it up between the whole team that protested, and it wouldn't be that much per person, but. Mm. Yeah, what do you think about this? Do you think it's nice of Pink? Oh, uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, is this a quote from her? I'm very proud of the Norwegian female beach handball team for protesting the very sexist rules about their uniform. The European Handball Federation should be fined for should be fined for sexism. Good on you, ladies. I'll be happy to pay your fines for you. Keep it up. Uh, she yeah. wrote that on Twitter. I wonder if she is actually going to do it. I guess that's the question, or whether it's just, you know. Well, the Norway uh, Handball uh, Association has already said uh, no thanks. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hey, Luke, you're on Facebook. Uh, Yeah. Right? 
Mm-hmm. Is it because you want to come closer to God? Of course, yeah. That's totally why I'm on Yes. There. Yeah. Everybody's on Facebook to come closer to God. Uh, mean, the social on. media giant has a proposition for uh, pastors uh, to use the church as a case study to explore how churches can go further and farther on Facebook. For months, Facebook developers met weekly with Hillsong Church and explored what the church would look like on Facebook and what apps they might create for financial giving, video capabilities, or live streaming. When it came to the grand opening in June of Hillsong, the church issued a news release saying it was partnering with Facebook and began streaming its services exclusively on Facebook. Uh, this is from, I guess, the pastor. They're not teaching us, we are teaching them, he said. Together we are discovering what a future <laughs> of a church could be on Facebook. I love... I love that quote. <laughs> they are not teaching us, we're teaching them. That is such a bullshit statement. What the fuck are you teaching them about? Is that what I said? Face I don't I think I think I read that wrong. Let me see it. Let me oh. go back. I probably read it I probably read it wrong. Let's see. They are they are teaching us, we are teaching them. Sorry, that's what he said. <laughs> oh, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, okay. Okay. My that bad. Makes more uh, sense. Yes. The, con the company has been cultivating partnerships with a wide range of faith communities over the past few years, from individual congregations to large denominations like the Assembly of God and the Church of God in Christ. But now, after the coronavirus p t pandemic has pushed religious groups to operate online, Facebook sees a greater strategic opportunity to draw highly engaged users onto its platform. Yeah, this is an interesting thing to talk about. What do you think about this whole idea? <laughs> I think it's the worst idea. Oh, I can't wait for Facebook to be a big religious conversation. Well, they're talking about, at least in that article, they were saying they were having discussions with a, a specific church at mm -hmm. creating different apps, not just Facebook, but maybe creating their own, like, church app where it would be a setup specifically to like live stream you know uh Give sermons money. and yeah. yeah things like that and then yeah donation things and i'm sure Ugh. they would get a cut cut of all the donations going to the yeah. church and things like that i mean I there's obviously <laughs> there's other weird things to think about then because of all the other stuff that's happening with Facebook, uh, kind of censorship and like who who's allowed on Facebook, who's not allowed on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So what religions then? What religions allowed on Facebook? What religions are not allowed on Facebook? Can the Church of Satan can they be on Facebook or no? Right? Yeah, yeah. Or are the church groups that are going to be on that fa Facebook or whatever or this app they're going to create or whatever are they going to complain and get that person kicked off? It's like there's a yeah. lot of problems I see with this. <laughs> All of a sudden, you can't say fuck on Facebook because it's against religious terms of service. Well, you can't say bitch right now. I, I got a warning for using bitch in a... Not even in a, in a post. It was in a private message. We have an email address. It's anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. That's anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. We have a Twitter at podcastfc at podcast. We have a Facebook group where you can talk to God. Uh, it's another digital citizen on Facebook. Uh, Luke is God, by the way. Mm -hmm. mm. You can talk to Luke and God on Facebook. And a dog. Not bad. And a dog. <laughs>
Yes. Yep. And the cats. <laughs> and, and a old, chinchilla. And, and the chinchilla. Yeah. How how is your new shin chinchilla? Well, she just made noise. You probably heard that. She's uh. Yeah. She was sleeping. She's chilling out. Yeah. She's been getting along. Yeah. Starting to let me pet her more and more. Uh, she's still not Aww. still not up to like letting me pick her up. Like, but that takes a long time. It was years yeah. and years before Felix would just let me pick him up without without a little bit of a fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about something else. Uh, the Green Knight has been pulled from movie theaters in England. This movie I have never heard of before this week, to be honest. Uh, yeah, we were going to talk about it next week in another digital review, and we still are, because it's still going to be in the U.S., uh, but The Green Knight's much-anticipated uh, release will not be hitting theaters in the U.K. August 6th as planned. The decision was taken by the U.K. distribution company Entertainment Films Distributors in light of COVID-19 concerns. Uh, the U.K. removed all restrictions July 19th, but is seeing a surge of more virulent and dangerous Delta virus despite COVID cases in decline. The U.S. release on July 30th will still go as planned. Uh, the movie has been a big hit with critics, uh, and we're still waiting to see how cinema goers feel about it. Okay. Yeah, this is on my list of movies I wanted to see. Uh, to be honest, I did, I thought you'd never heard of it. I never. I didn't know. I know. Well, when, when, now I meant. Oh, like I see. When I yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really now care about. King Arthur and all that time period. I'm not a fan. Right. So, uh, just on that basis, I'm, I don't think I would really like it. But I don't know. Maybe it's going to be amazing. Uh, we have super fresh news. Uh, Netflix boss says I'm going to do everything I can do to get Christopher Nolan's next movie. One of the biggest questions in Hollywood right now is whether Nolan will make his next movie at Warner Brothers. Uh, because the director slammed his home studio of nearly 20 years last December after announcing the entire 21 film slate would be getting a hybrid theatrical uh, release, meaning it would be on, you know, because of the whole HBO Max, all that whole mm -hmm. stuff that he was mad about, his movie and getting released on, on demand, I guess, right? It wasn't a really good movie anyway, so... That's true, uh, but I There's think he he would probably say, oh, well, if it would have been on the big screen, people would have looked at it differently. Uh, eh. I don't know. I'm not sure I agree to that. So, I mean, in theory, in theory, because it's an action movie, the explosions would have been more exciting, the sound would have been you sure. know, more booming and everything in a theater, so I guess I get his point, but... Um, Storyline-wise, it's not going to fix it to be in a movie theater, right? Yeah. Mm. I have seen some movies. I have seen some movies. Do you want to start? Uh, yeah, I'll start with The Seventh Day. Yeehaw! Is a horror movie. It's the place. Uh, did you ever see this? I don't know if you saw this or not. Yeah, I did, this is uh, the one I really recommended you. No, it's not. Oh. This has Guy Pearce in it. 
Oh, oh no, I'm thinking of something else with that Seven That I also watched, but I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, oh, I'm thinking of the Eighth Knight. Right, the rookie priest. <laughs> yes. A rookie priest arrives at his first day in training of exor- being an exorcist. So it's about... Uh, Guy Pierce plays like this Catholic priest who's an exorcist, but he's kind of like the... He's like the badass exorcist dude. I don't wear a priest... Uh, Outfit. I wear like just regular a leather jacket and drive around in like a Camaro, mm. but I'm a badass Catholic priest. And then he's got his, I guess you would call apprentice who is learning, has just come out of school to be a, a priest and be um, someone who does exorcisms. And he's training under Guy Pierce. And it had a very weird training day feeling to it, but with Catholic priests who are doing exorcisms, okay? Uh, okay. The horror movie aspects are kind of dumb. It definitely felt a little bit preachy at times with the the, the Catholicism of it. Instead of being, like, fo- focused on the horror movie, sometimes it was focused on, like, them talking about their religious quandaries of whether they should be doing an exorcism or not, uh, mm-hmm. like, on a child and things like that. Um, yeah. Overall, what did I give this? I gave it a, I gave it a two point five. Okay, yeah, no, I have not even heard about this movie. Uh, I saw Blood Red Sky on Netflix. This is a German English movie. Okay. Uh, uh, this is a, a horror flick as well. It's about this plane uh, that is. They take over by terrorists uh, with a woman with a mystic disease. She has a secret, and she has also a son. Um, yeah, uh, this is very, very bloody, uh, very, very fun. I had very, very, very fun with it. It is. Uh, you have to take it with a big grain of salt. But when that is said, I. Give it a six point five. Yeah. Okay. I saw the eighth night, like you said. Uh, yes. So I saw the seventh day, and then I also saw the eighth night. So next week I'm gonna be call. I'm gonna be watching the ninth <laughs> no. uh, brunch. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good movie. I hope it mm-hmm. exists. But the eighth night is what? It's a Korean. I believe it's Korean. Yes. Um, yes. And it's about a monk. Well, it's a. It's a horror action movie, I guess I would call it. Is that a good mm-hmm. kind of genre yes. title? Because it's a horror movie. It's about demons, a demon who p- can possess people and it can move from one person to another. But it's also an action movie in the sense that there's this badass monk dude who's like chasing this demon down and trying to kill it, right? <laughs> so it's like a horror action movie. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. yeah, I had fun with it. It's definitely it's so worth checking it's out. So um <laughs> I gave it a what? I gave it a seven. Uh, yeah. There's not I much really else I can it. say other than that about it. It's like, yeah. What? It, what's a good movie that kind of gave me this kind of feeling? It kind of has a, you know, old kung fu movie, like maybe not old, but like late '90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s kung fu movie feel to it. Um, mm-hmm. Jackie Chan era kung fu movie feel to it. So I like that about it. You know, I, 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 it's on my list of my one of my favorite movies uh, this year. I just loved it. 
Uh, I saw a movie called uh, Kingdom Ashen of uh, the North. Uh, this is a movie special, I should call it, uh, because it's more or less a connotation uh, of uh, the Kingdom TV show. If you have not seen the TV show, you will absolutely have no pleasure of this uh, movie whatsoever. Uh, so watch, uh, <laughs> watch the TV show, then watch this movie. Uh, but I have seen the uh, TV show. It's one of my favorite TV shows of all time, actually. Uh, I love Kingdom. Uh, uh, this is a very cool special episode. Uh, I, it's about this woman that is like haunted by tragedy uh, and she finds this mystic discovery in the hunt uh, for like her family and things like that. And uh, yeah, I give it uh, eight and eight. Yeah, eight, eight. Uh, I saw Spiral with Chris Rock in it, the sequel to the Saw movies, I guess you would say. Yeah. Yes. Um, made many years later after the Saw movies. It was fine. It was a Saw movie. It wasn't... I would say it was less bloody than most of the last Saw movies. Um, oh, definitely. Even though it still had some of the torture scenes, it didn't... Like, some of the last Saw movies, all it was was just continuous torture scenes, where this, like, at least broke up those scenes to a degree. But it didn't... It also didn't... They weren't as elaborate and everything else. Um... I really liked the ending of it. I thought the ending had a lot of good meaning to it in like a me metaphorical type, uh, allegorical way about how it wrapped up. Um, mm -hmm. Chris Rock was not great, um, but I don't know. There was a few people that weren't great. I just think Chris Rock, is. this isn't his kind of role. I don't think he's terrible in everything. I just think that this specific role was not a role... For him to play, I don't know. What did you feel about that? Uh, yeah, no, I didn't think he fit into that role, to be honest, because he's very jokey, jokey in the beginning, and then it's like we're supposed to take him as this serious policeman. His, yeah, his well. serious face looks like he's trying to look serious, right? Right. It doesn't look like yeah, he's that... being serious. It looks like he's acting serious. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it doesn't. That does. That's not good. You're not supposed to seem like you're acting when you're acting. Uh, I mean, I, the thing, the reviewers, it's got 37% on Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience score is 76%. So mm. it's one of these ones where it, it technically people, it, it's probably not great, but people really enjoyed it just because it's it's got an interesting story to it, and the ending wrapped up pretty well, and people like the Saw movies, so I can see why the audience score is high. I give it a, I give it a six. So I'm I'm a little below that uh, audience score, but not much. Okay. I haven't seen any more movies. Yeah, you did. Well, I think you did. You saw Jolt, right? Oh. Oh yeah, I saw Jolt. Did you see? I have, I didn't have it on my list. Yes, I did see Jolt. I remember you saying that that you'd saw, seen it. Um. Yeah. It's a comedy movie. Uh, Comedy action, I guess. Yeah. Uh, with Kate Blanchett. I haven't seen her in quite a while. 
Yeah, and a few, a bunch of other people you would totally know. Like their face. Stanley Tucci was in it for a minute. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just a lot of actors that it's like, oh, it's that guy from like a million things I've seen before. Uh, yeah, and Laverne Cox was in it as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. about a woman who has anger problems, and her doctor <laughs> makes her a what electrocution suit that. Yes. <laughs> For some reason, if she electrocutes herself enough, it, like, re... Like, her anger comes from, I guess, an electrical short in her brain, and then mm. the, putting electricity through her then re-shorts the brain. Wouldn't you just need a hat, then? Why would you need yeah. a whole suit on your body? I didn't really understand no. that. Yeah, then there's this uh, murder uh, plot, and she goes on a... She wants to take revenge, and that is more or less the plot. I guess her hair would have probably looked pretty bad in this film if the whole time she was wearing a beanie or something. So, <laughs> I guess maybe that's why they didn't go with the hat idea, now that I think about it. But uh, this has 38% on Rotten Tomatoes, 5.5 uh, on IMDb, 45%. Actually, I liked it better than that. I will give it a 6 Let's see what the audience score is. One second. Oh, 39% audience score and 38% tomato meter. So. Yeah, I don't agree to that. I mean, it was dumb. It's, and it's not it like anything amazing. Dumb. I'll give it a six, no. six. Yeah, I give it a six as well. Okay. Yeah. But that was, I promise, the last movie I saw. And that was the last movie I saw. Cool. Uh, what are we doing next, Look. Uh, let's watch an audio trailer for Snake Eyes. I think there's fighting in this movie, look. Yeah, I have a feeling. I had a weird feeling right there where it was going to cut and it was going to be like, Snake Eyes trailer. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a weird yeah. feeling that that's what it was going to do. Boy. Boss wants to see you. Hey, that isn't Nicholas Cage. This man <laughs> betrayed our trust. For people that don't know, there's a 1998 movie called Dude. Snake Eyes. With Nicholas Cage. I like the gritty look of the camera work so far. Yeah. You saved my life. We are going home. Did you see the other G.I. Joe movie that was some years ago? I only I only saw the very first one. I didn't see that. I think there were like three of them. But I can offer you a purpose. Which one was this? I think it was just called GI Joe. Was that the one with uh, the Rock? I think so. I believe in you. I seem to remember that was a terrible movie. Yeah, who else was in that? There was some MMA fighter, I think, that was in that. that was... This looks better, to be honest. Definitely doesn't look like a G.I. Joe movie like at all so far. No. Looks like more like a... Adventure movie. That's Cobra. organization. I think it's supposed to be like an origin story thing, like... That one Batman well, it's movie. Called Snake, yeah, it's called Snake Eyes Origins, G.I. Joe Origins. So. Oh, I don't see that here, but sure. Yeah. Join us. Yes. 
is your destiny. This is your destiny. I love when people talk like that. What are the chances he's on top of a mountain with a sword doing the whole, like, Highland, Highlander <laughs> training scene in this movie? Scene. Yeah. <laughs> I give it, like, that a 79% so cool. chance that that scene happens. <laughs> that movie so funny. Hey, look what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about. An ancient Japanese clan called the Arashaga, Arashake, sure, welcome uh, tenacious loner Snake Eyes after he saves the life of their apparent, uh, of their heir apparent. Uh, upon arrival in Japan, uh, they teach him his, the ways of the ninja warrior while also providing him something he's been longing for, a home. However, when secrets from Snake Eyes' past are revealed... His honor and allegiance are tested, even if that means losing the trust of the closest to him. Uh, 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 86% of Google users liked it. Well, I found somebody that didn't uh, like this. Uh, for example, a guy called Sinon Blair. This movie has no storyline, there was no plot, and everything was so random with no rhyme or reason. They would not, uh, they would do something out of uh, the ordinary just to never appear or have the purpose or meaning later on. Wasted time and money on one of the worst movies I ever seen. Ooh, it was so extremely and almost painfully predictable. I could guess the entire movie based on the 20, first 20 minutes. Even the acting was bad of the most. Some of the actors had talent, but most I have... I've never written a serious movie review before. So this uh, should tell you how bad this movie was. I literally sat in the back of the movie theater, scrolling through my Tinder by the end, and it was because it was so boring and unbearable to watch. On the plus side, I did match up with a few of baddies, so we will see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Let's see, how should I go? I went to the Facebook. Uh... Danny Rosario recommends it. Says, really love it. Great origin story for both characters. It sets up a great reboot of the G.I. Joe movies. Can't wait to see the next one. Please don't mess up the G.I. Joe movies like last time. Uh, but Ryan Little, Litton, says, uh, this is an okayish generic action movie. It's terrible if you know anything about Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, or the Arkshagi. Uh, so I I think people are not happy about this be if you're like a f actual fan of the original material I can't see that. Uh, Larry Holmes recommends Snake Eyes and says Snake Eyes is my favorite movie and my public favorite public figure Henry Golden is in the movie. So thank you for telling us that, Larry. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. Jeff Johnson says, I never wanted a movie to tank so bad in my life. <laughs> Jeff Johnson says, I never wanted a movie to tank so bad in my life. Tro uh, Troy Boyster replies to that saying, you tripping. And Je Jeff Johnson says, Troy Boyster, that's not even English. 
And Troy Boaster says, Jeff Johnson, you greasy ass, crusty mother effer. <laughs> People are getting in beefs on the <laughs> on the G or the Snake Eyes uh, Facebook group. So, yeah, thanks, Larry. Oh gosh, <laughs> Mandibles also comes out this week. Uh, it sure is a movie. Uh, it is a French movie, as I understand it. Uh, to he <laughs> hapless losers. There you go. Is that what it says? Yep. Hapless. What is hapless? Uh, unfixable, maybe? Un... Oh. Yeah. Okay. Two hapless losers discovered a giant uh, fly in, in the trunk of a stolen car and decide to domesticate in its bizarre and get-rich scheme. Uh, directed by Quentin Dupix. Uh, this has 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 73 on Metacritic, and 66% of Google users like this movie. Fear and Loathing in Aspen, uh, a true story of Hunter S. Thompson's curious, bizarre, and entertaining run to be the sheriff of Pit Pitkin County in the 1970s. Hmm, okay. Uh, 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb, uh, 9 out of 10 on Rotten Tomatoes, so those are pretty good scores. Okay. Then we have a Danish movie, a Danish award-winning uh, horror thriller directed by uh, someone. I don't see... Oh, uh, 6, point, 6 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, doesn't really say what it's about, but... Uh, old by M. Night Shyamalan, a thriller about a family on a tropical holiday who discovered that the secluded beach where they are relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. Uh, at six point oh six out of ten on IMDb, fifty one percent on Rotten Tomato, fifty four percent on Metacritic, sixty eight percent of Google users liked it. Uh, Joe Bell uh, with uh, Marky Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Joe Bell walks from uh, La Grande Oreo to New York to uh, pay tribute to his son, Jaden, a gay teenager that who commits suicide by after being bullied. Uh, this has 5.4 on IMDb, 36 on Rotten Tomatoes, 3 out of 5 on Movie Insiders, and 80% of Google users like this movie. Um, settlers, mankind's earliest settlers on the Martian frontier, do what they must to survive the cosmic elements and one another. 54% uh, right. on Rotten Tomatoes, 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 56% on Metacritic, 60% of Google users liked it? That, that's not... That's really low for Google users, actually. Uh, yeah. Directed by Wyatt Rockefeller, starring Johnny Lee Miller, actually. Uh, oh. And Sophia Butella. Sure. Uh, all uh, the streets are silent in the late 1980s and early 1990s. Skateboarding and hip-hop culture collide in downtown Manhattan. Arcal footage from the area showcases the functions of those tubes of expression. 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Uh, yeah, okay. So, which one do we want to see? There's a lot of movies to pick from here. Yeah, I want to see old. I really want to see Shamalamalam. Uh, latest. It doesn't have good scores, though, is the thing. No, I don't care. I want to see everything by Shamalamalam. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Fear and Loathing in Aspen, actually. Which is like okay. eights and nines in the scoring, and it's about Hunter S. Thompson. It's all a true story. Could be good. Sure. Hey, uh, what happens if you go to audibletrial.com slash not and look? Nothing right now, because they just sent us an email that says they're going to redo the our affiliate thing this week, and so currently it's out of, out of commission. So don't go there oh. right now. Unless you're listening yeah, to this after uh, a few weeks. Sure. <laughs> when, when we tell you to. Yeah, they're, uh, they're redoing the whole website structure, I think, and so mm. they're going to send us a new code or a new link. That's what they said in the email, so. Cool. Uh, maybe take it away from the run sheet, then. Uh, oh, I wanted to say this so nobody would go there right now. <laughs> oh, nobody would go there. Don't go there. Don't go. Uh, next week, we will talk news of the week, TV and movies of the week. We will do another digital review of The Green Knight. We just talked about it. Then we will do the last episode of Panic. Episode 10. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Should be good. Uh, it, I mean, it's the same director as this last episode, and this last episode was also good. Was, yeah. Yeah, so That's hopefully so. they wrap everything up. I don't see how they couldn't. I don't see how they could not wrap everything up at the end of this, except for maybe doing kind of a cliffhanger ending where one person walks off into the distance who is the bad guy, or something like that. Do, do you want my my prediction okay. of how they can do a season two? Okay. She gets connected to everybody, and she gets you asked to be the judge for the new panic, and she says yes, and we go to black. Yeah, which would kind of be, uh, yeah. yeah, like a cliffhanger type ending. Yeah, I can yeah, see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how they do season two of this show, I think, maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, are you going to watch any uh, Olympics this week? Do you have anything in mind? I don't have anything. I, I really haven't planned out anything it's just like when it's on the tv that's when i watch it i don't i've not like been like oh i have to sit down and watch this specific sport or whatever so but uh, you know it's hard to miss it's just on everywhere so yeah uh you have a viral video that you, uh, you want us to see right it's absolutely not viral uh i don't think um well it's just uh, hashtag shorts hashtag viral here Right, it's an ad for McDonald's. It's the it's a uh, super cringe. You know who Cody Co is, right? Yes. Yeah, apparently he's doing an ad with McDonald's because it even says at the top hashtag ad at McDonald's oh, yeah. right there. Oh yeah. Okay, so go ahead and play. It's only a minute long. It's uh, we'll just talk about it afterwards. Okay, in three, two, one, play. No, like the filet is all white meat chicken. It's crispy and it's juicy and it's tender. And this thing is topped with two crinkle cut pickles and is sandwiched between a buttered potato bun. I mean, how could you make a potato bun better? Oh, I, gee, I don't know, butter it maybe? It's the best chicken sandwich on the market. <laughs> is this cringy? Chicken sandwich. Okay, I, I got you one. You got, what? Yeah, I got you one. <laughs> no way! 
Yay! Oh my god. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, terrible acting. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Yo! Please save me. Oh By the way, that god. sandwich is absolute garbage. Just to let you know. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, this is oh my god, the terrible acting. Pickles. McDonald's has the worst what? chicken sandwich of all the fast food places oh that have redone god. their chicken sandwich. No! Oh my god! Is that his wife? Yeah! yeah. This is busting! This is busting? This is seriously yeah. busting! Super busting. Really, this is bust. No. Oh my god. Okay. That's... I, I like Cody Cove, and I saw that, and I was like, uh, oh no. No, don't, no. Don't do that. Uh, That's not good. That hurts me inside. My heart. Ugh. That's terrible. Oh, yeah, no, uh, this has... I haven't been home for a lot of this time, so I have not really been on YouTube either, so I don't really have anything interesting to tell you other than I found this uh, guy called uh, Canadian Catholic okay. uh, on YouTube. I watched some of his discussions with people. I, I, uh, I'm not going to say that I'm getting into religion again because I'm kind of tired of that, but uh, uh, I like watching debates about religion. It's a, it can be fun as long as the two people are competent and not like talking over each other like lun lunatics like some uh, people do. Yeah. Other than that, I have to say Trish and Moses uh, doing their drunk painting is the most funny, hilarious thing I have ever seen in my entire life. I haven't seen that. You'll have to send it to me. Or did you send it to me? No, okay. I didn't. Yeah, I, I, it was just five five hours ago. So oh I, right, I okay. I haven't seen it. Sleep, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't follow. She's on her YouTube channel. Yeah, I don't follow her, so I don't because she uploads so much it would just clog up, <laughs> clog up my feed <laughs> if I followed her. That's one of the reasons why I follow her is that like I love I love her stuff. She's crazy, but I love her. Uh, let's see. What did I write down here? Oh, there's multiple people talking about. This this Doctor Death show that's on Peacock, and I've mm -hmm. seen two or three YouTubers talk about it, and they all say something to the effect of like, "I had no reason to sign up for Peacock until this show came out, um, and now I kind of want to sign up so I can see uh, Doctor Death and if there's future shows like this or whatever." And I'm going to, that Doctor Death what? is not the reason to sign up for Peacock if you're going to. It's Girls yeah, Five yeah. Eva is the reason to sign up for Peacock. Yeah. Everybody. I have to say that is maybe one of the most underrated shows. It still doesn't year. make it worth signing up to <laughs> Peacock, though. I think it's underrated because no, nobody's no, no, on no. Peacock. I think that's why it's underrated. Is the the problem I, is nobody's I, watching it really. I agree. Yeah. I, I do think that it, it is uh, amazing, though. I really love, love it. Did you see Swell Entertainment about when she tried to be an influencer for a week? Uh, I only watched part of that. Because, I don't know, yeah. that it was not an interesting video to me. I was not... It was so boring. Yeah. That was the point, yeah. Oh, okay. She, 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 I, I, I love her, but that kind of made me like, oh, really? Yeah. Well, she just needed to put weird, something yeah. out, maybe, and that was the content, the only content she could think of. Sometimes that's yeah. just what happens, I guess, but... The reviews of Disney's Jungle Cruise is out, and people are kind of liking it. Really? 
It looks terrible. Yeah. I've seen the commercial for it. It looks, it. It looks ter- awful. Yeah, it looks shit. And <laughs> The Rock looks so out of place in it. Like, why? Yeah. He's like, just looks so out of place as like a captain of a yeah. boat. You know what I mean? Toot toot. Right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you excited uh, for anything this week that uh, you're looking forward to? Jeez, no, not really. I well, no. I can't think of anything no? that I'm doing this week right now, though. Nice. Well, we'll probably see a movie this weekend. But we will tell you all about that next week. Uh, I think it's time to say goodbye to the audience. Why? What do you think? Uh, that sounds good to me. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di- another, digi- another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.